0: Welcome to Kicking It Local, hosted by me, Johnny Kekko. Every week I chat to different people in the football community in South Australia. And today I'm joined by the goalkeeper coach at Moss Goalkeeping and also the number one goalkeeper at the Adelaide Olympic in the NPL in South Australia, Lewis Moss. Thanks for joining me, mate. Hello, Johnny. How are you? I am very good, mate. It's good to have you in the studio and chat to you because... You're a a big character in uh, the NPL in South Australia. A lot of people uh, talk about your banter on social media and uh, love to have a bit of a laugh at what you um, have to say. And So I'm looking forward to to chatting to you today in this uh, episode. All right, well, I'll try and
1: bring (laughs) that banter to this episode if I can.
0: Oh, hopefully you can, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. I want to just get a little bit of insight to what uh, Mm -hmm. Lewis is like on Twitter. But I want to get through so much your goalkeeping um, academy you just kicked off. Um, your career in the NPL, FFA Cup, but firstly, Mm -hmm. a lot of people I've spoken to have played Aussie rules as a kid growing up, but they decided to take on football, the world game, and uh, continued on with that to become coaches, um, now full-time players. But for you, you started off in AFL, but also made your way into the newly founded at the time, Gold Coast Suns in the AFL, and got yourself a two-year contract over there.
1: That's right. Um, well, I didn't start in AFL. I right. actually started in soccer. Um, I started here in Adelaide. Um, my dad was the coach. I started when I was four and under sixes for oh, Elizabeth, wow. Elizabeth Downs. Oh, so wow. I was with Elizabeth Downs for um, up until I was nine. Yep. Moved to Queensland and continued to play soccer until I was 14, 15. Yep. And then started playing footy. Oh, nice. So, what,
0: what made you? What made you just turn to football? Was there any influence from friends or... Oh,
1: well, um, I played footy at school yep. with my mates um, and it was basically friends that got me to play footy. But the reason I changed to footy is because I was an outfield player as a kid up until I was 13. I went in goals for my club team. Um in a penalty shootout because I was the most athletic kid in my club, so <laughs> like we'll put you in the we'll put you in the goals for the penalty shootout. And then a rep coach saw it and he's like, "All right, I'm going to turn you into a goalkeeper." <laughs> so I was a goalkeeper in my rep team yeah. playing for the Cairns rep team in the state carnivals, and then I decided I don't really like goalkeeping that much. I'd rather run around and kick a footy. Mm. <laughs> so I changed after two years to play footy because I enjoyed yeah. just running around with mates instead of just standing there in goals. <laughs> Well, oh, there you go. So you preferred
0: to be around out in the outfield with a lot more teammates instead of being lonely as a goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: guess so. <laughs> it's just a bit more fun um, being able to run around and get the ball rather yep. than stand there and wait your turn.
0: Yeah. So what was that opportunity like when you did get signed? Unfortunately, you never made your AFL debut, but you managed to be a part of that club that was the second club in Queensland in the mm. AFL. What was it like for you to
1: get that opportunity as an 18-year-old? Um, it was pretty... It's pretty crazy, actually. I didn't expect it because I'd only been playing for a couple of years before I got noticed at a under-16 national carnival. Yep. Um, I got noticed by some, I don't know, big wigs in the, in the AFL, in the junior AFL um, academies. I got selected for the under-17 Australia sort of academy side and then Gold Coast obviously noticed me from there. Um, and then I got pulled out of grade 11, sent down to the Gold Coast. Yep. Um, and was part of the development squad before yep. they became an AFL team. So I was there from when I was 16 till I got cut in, uh, when I was 20. Um, so I was there for four years, two years as an AFL club, and two years before that when they were a development side. Oh, wow. So then yeah. you experienced
0: what it was like for them to grow into a professional club?
1: Yeah, I was there on the ground level. So the first yep. year they like became a thing was the first year I got brought in there. Yeah. I was there from the start. Yeah through the start of the their the short yeah. AFL and this, life.
0: We always look at the people that made it to football and get into AFL and make it big, but unfortunately, there's a lot of people like you in your position <laughs> that don't ever get that opportunity, unfortunately, in that game.
1: Well, How was that for you? Yeah, so it was, it was tough. I came into the system as, because I'm quite tall, I'm yep. 195 centimetres, so 6'5". But I was perfect for a goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, it translates well. But I was only like 77 kilos when I got there at 16. Yeah. So I was, you know, a rake yeah. basically. So I was thrown into the system with these professional AFL players, these big guys, yeah. and it was just a battle, just trying to get my body up to the standard. Um, and I just couldn't, my body just couldn't quite handle the the rigors of the AFL. Yeah. So. It, it was hard. It, w- it was just hard to to compete with these guys that have been in, in the yeah. system for so long. So basically, I just got chewed up and spat out of the system quite quickly because yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't cope with it. Jesus.
0: Um, but it seems like you've managed to turn it around. Is that what you aim to do? Like to try and? Well, obviously at that time it's hard when you get chewed up and spat out. <laughs> yeah. But for yourself, how long did it take you to recover from that and try and move on from it?
1: Um, not that long because, uh, to be honest, at the end of it, I had done. So many soft tissue injuries. Uh, I, I had. I struggled to stay on the park for more than four weeks at a yeah. time. I was doing hamstring after hamstring. I had osteitis pubis oh, um, that put one season to bed, basically. I really just couldn't get a string of games together. Yep. So... At the end of it, I knew I was going to get cut because I hadn't, I hadn't got that debut. Mm. I thought a lot of young players had, I knew my time was coming. So I had sort of accepted it before it happened. Yep. Um, and so I, I had really nowhere else to go but come back to Adelaide where my family lived. Um, I, I just said to my dad, look, I can't play footy. It's not good for my body. I was a good goalkeeper as a kid. Maybe I'll try try goalkeeping again yep. and see how I go with that. And. That's how I ended up. So you That's came back, I, so you, that, yeah.
0: yeah. So you moved back to Adelaide. Um, yep. Got your gig playing locally in the NPL.
1: Well, or not straight away though. Not or- straight away. I went to West Adelaide. I had a trial at West Adelaide. They were in the State League One in yep. 2013. Their coach at the time was Ross Aloisi. Yep. Oh wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, I got a gig there, a trial there because my dad worked with the guy was who running the juniors so that was the first club i we went to ross thought i was all right so that's how i got the gig that's nice. how i got the gig there
0: well you just said oh wow with that right <laughs> <laughs> with ross aloisi so what was it like being coached by him because in the media he's um known to say stuff that a little bit controversial at times mm. and uh <laughs> i've interviewed him in the past for another project and i love chatting with him he just says stuff and says it as it is um, yeah. what was it like being coached um and being underneath him
1: uh, well, firstly I love Ross. Yeah, He's, he's probably my, the, the best coach I've had. Um, he's, a, he's a great guy, but he is, um, he's a fiery character. Um, and when I first got there to West Adelaide, he was great to me. Um, he's a really nice guy, but when it gets to the soccer pitch, yep. and I find this with a lot of Italians and Greeks, yep. they're very passionate yeah. about their, their football, very passionate. So there was times where I was shocked at the outburst at halftime. Yeah. Um, but he's just such a smart football brain mm. that you can sort of put that to the side and you understand. You understand why, why, why he's like yep. that. So, um, playing under Ross, probably, probably the best. That was probably the best thing for me coming yep. from AFL stim to a guy that's basically a professional. Yeah. Um, so he understood where I was coming from and I understood where he was coming from and that was probably the best thing about it
0: mate as an Adelaide United fan I love him and I think he's got that potential to be a full time head coach soon as well I'm looking I think he could be the next in line for Adelaide United but You got promoted with him. You've moved on now. You're now at another Greek club. You're at Adelaide Olympic. Yep. Um. You've done some good stuff with them as well recently. You just made it to the FFA Cup in 2021. You got yep. a round of 32. Yep. What was it like being a part of that cup? It's now the Australia Cup. It's a bit more. The name's um got more history to it.
1: I love that name for it. But yep. what was it
0: like being part of a, a competition like that?
1: Um, it was it was good. I we so obviously you qualify for that through the Federation Cup. Yep. I didn't play much of the Federation Cup because I was injured, mo- well, niggles yep. here and there. Played the played the final against Adelaide City, so we were already through at that stage. Um, we had our first game, was it the round of 32? Is it the round of 32 it goes straight into? or is Yeah, it- round of 32, you guys were in um, Perth. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. I couldn't get work off, which is a bit of a travesty. That would have been fun to get away for a bit. Mm. The then we we won that game. We came back and played against Adelaide United, which I'm sure a lot of people listening probably watched. Yep. Um, and if they didn't,
0: that's the first time ever um, two Adelaide teams have met yep. in the FFA Cup mm-hmm. um, from the round of thirty two onwards. And it was you guys and LA United. You hosted, yep. so it was great. I loved coming in there because that Greek music was playing. <laughs> yeah. You had the charcoal barbecue going. It was a great vibe
1: down there. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> that charcoal barbecue can be <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a distraction <laughs> on the field <laughs> when you when you're trying to goalkeeping. You got smoke <laughs> blowing across your face, but it's all part of what makes um, local yep. local football so great. Is yep. the is the cultures involved in it. Yeah. I think it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's great for players like you because before that, not many people had seen you play because you played in the local leagues. Mm -hmm. Um, There's NPL TV that people can watch, but the um, most A-League fans and even fans of the European um, clubs, they wouldn't really watch NPL TV as much as what someone like myself would or other um, local fans. But you got exposure on 10-play Yep. um you're live on there so <laughs> a lot more people saw you and i saw twitter light up yep. um because the one thing that it led up of was when uh you saved ben halloran's goal <laughs> kick a like penalty kick yeah um what was that like for you having that uh, moment where you had ben halloran lining up for the penalty and uh, you pulled off an incredible save
1: um well i think doing my homework was the thing that uh helped me save save the goal um he, in the last round, he'd hit exactly the same penalty. Yep. So I had a feeling he'd go in the same spot. Um, and what most goalkeepers should do, they should f- try and figure out beforehand who's their penalty taker, where they go. Yep. So in terms of the stage, it being on 10 play, that didn't really... None of that really affected me in the game. Mm. As soon as you're in the game, yep. you sort of... None of that stuff really that matters that much. So it was just like playing another game. Um, so that moment, it wasn't... It wasn't huge yep. for me. It was just it was just another save uh, on another game of game of game of soccer. Yeah. Um, but seeing it blow up on Twitter was a bit <laughs> was a bit funny. <laughs> um, it something I didn't expect. But yep. uh, you know, <laughs> if it entertains people, then I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. And there's one
0: thing I was, um, I love watching from that penalty as well, and I've been watching it over and over again. I've mentioned it in the Dominic Japroti uh, episode as well. <laughs> is when you poured the water onto the ball. What was well, your thinking behind that?
1: <laughs> I, I've always, I'm always thinking of ways that I can get away with cheeky things um, to distract the the penalty taker. Um, that one, I sort of just had the bottle in my hand. I was like, well, what can I do? I'll just water the penalty spot and see see if he gets annoyed at it. He ended up kicking the bottle out of my hand and getting annoyed. So yep. I don't think it made much difference. No, people people make. It was entertaining (laughs) It it is entertaining That's the thing People seem to think That put him off But it didn't didn't put him off He put it exactly Where he was going to put it Um, (laughs) It was just a little bit of fun I like to. I like to have a little bit of fun during the game. I think
0: the game definitely needs more of that <laughs> yeah. because that was great. You didn't do yeah, anything wrong. Nah. Some people were saying you should have got fouled for that, but I'm like, no, that <laughs> was entertaining. We need more of that on TV. Well,
1: you can give me a yellow card. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. You pulled off. And I don't mind.
0: You backed it up with a um, with a great save, and uh, unfortunately, they ended up winning that game. But it was it was good to see a club like um, Adelaide Olympic doing so well in. Um, uh, to get it to that far, rounds of 16. Um, what do you feel with a thing like FFA Cup is doing for clubs in South Australia to further progress? And being in the game, have you noticed in the last nine years the progression of local football since this national cup is, and a bit more of that national um,
1: yep. competition has uh, evolved? Well, I think, I think the standard's definitely gone up yep. um, since when I came into the league. Um, it sort of forces clubs to... Adopt a more professional mentality yep. when you're being put into these professional competitions, and that's only a good thing for the game. That'll yeah. grow the game, so it'll it'll lead the clubs in good stead when, say, a second division eventually comes in yep. that we've been hearing about for years. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Apparently,
1: 2023. But... Oh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> They've been talking about it for a while, um, but no, it's only a, it's a great thing. It's good for the players to get exposure. Yep, because it's hard getting noticed in these in these leagues yep. um for the A league or mm. clubs overseas so it's only good for the players um, it's good for the coaching staff to get their to get their name out there as well and it's good for the clubs good money for the clubs as well yeah yeah I absolutely. think yeah well, I'm not a financial wizard but I'm sure it doesn't hurt no. having Hosting these games,
0: yeah, or, or, yeah, definitely through the gates. I would make a <laughs> yeah. a bit of money through those gates,
1: um, yeah. unless it's at night time because I know the lights cost a fortune at some, at some <laughs> <Yeah>. grounds. <laughs> well, I can attest to that because it seems like at training they've always got the lights on half half power. Yeah, <laughs> makes it hard to see, but whatever. Yeah. If you've got to save money, save Ab- money.
0: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but uh, your um. Yeah, so you had that opportunity playing against him, and so it's good for clubs. And I want to actually go back just a little bit because Ross Aloisi was your coach. Now you have got mm. to play against him because um, oh, yeah. he was the assistant coach. So, yep. well, in your reaction, because yeah, there's probably not much
1: in that because you probably didn't even realise it at the time, did you? Um, <laughs> I did, but I wasn't. I wasn't really thinking about it that yeah. much. I just like to put on a show for Ross. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit salty at Ross. He he, <laughs> he did get me a trial at Melbourne Heart when. Um, when his brother was the coach, yep, um, that didn't go very well. And then he moved up to Brisbane Roar with his brother. I still didn't get a look in, so yep. it is nice to get, you know, to show him um, what, what his teams are are missing out on a little bit. Well, that's all right. He didn't <laughs> do too
0: well over there, but he managed to do well. He's doing well here in Adelaide United with, uh, with uh, Carl
1: Viet. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, yeah speaking of Carl Veer and Ross Aloisi I love I love watching Adelaide United play. I love the youth they're bringing through the team. Yep. Um it's a, they're playing fresh brand of soccer yep. and I it's just something really uh, it's really good to watch yeah. to see these young boys come through and play exciting football because with a, competing with AFL and NRL not directly mm. but you'd sort of like one sport or the other. Yeah and you need to have exciting football, yep. especially at these grades. So, I think they're doing a great job for the game.
0: LA United Youth, we've seen a lot of um, really good players coming out of the uh, out of the. NPL that have come into LA United squad mm. Most recently He hasn't um, made his debut yet But Kasumovic from um, Oh yes LA City uh, Yeah and also we've got He's a bit older now 27 mm. years old um, But Lockie Bar as mm. well He's made his um, debut for LA United Coming in as an injury replacement yep. But it's so good to see These local players Being given the opportunity yep. And um, LA United Are seeing results from it as well Which is great
1: Yeah it's um, Well it's the easiest thing for Adelaide United to do, yeah, is and cheapest. It's cheapest yeah. because you can they can virtually just grab these players yeah. and for free, yeah. I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, I think there's li- sometimes a little bit of trend, so I'm not a too little, sure on how, yeah. But yeah. it's
1: why not look in your own backyard? Mm. There's players, there's great players in these leagues that are ready for, for that, just like Lockie Barr. Um, and you said he's 27, he's getting his opportunity, that's fantastic because. I wasn't surprised when he got that call-up. Mm. He's a great defender. Played against him a few times. Um, and I just, I'm just not surprised that these players can be taken from this from this league and compete in the A-League because we've seen Adelaide Olympic do it at the mm. FFA Cup. Yeah. We lost 1-0. We had our chances. Um, the, the, there's not a huge gap no. between the two.
0: No, and it's it's good that... Um, I love what Adelaide United are doing with that youth, bringing them through. And... Mm-hmm. That leads me into what you're doing now, because South Australia has produced some incredible goalkeepers, and also LA United has produced some great goalkeepers as yes. well. And I want to steer, steer away from LA United now, but we look into um, in in the A League uh, in the NPL, we got some um, ex A League goalkeepers that are playing, John Hall, yep. Dakota, uh, yep. Oshenham as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but now yourself, you haven't played in the A League, but you're starting your own goalkeeping uh, academy yes. called Moss. Goalkeeping, yep, very um, an original name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, what are you, what's your um, your aspirations as a goalkeeping coach, and what do you want to get out of doing an academy?
1: I suppose I'm thirty now, so it's not old for a goalkeeper. No. But I've got to think about how I can stay in- involved in this game yep. after I finish playing. So hopefully, I don't finish playing too soon. But how can I stay involved in I don't have many skills outside of football. Yep. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a trained Sparky or anything. I don't have a degree. Well, what do I know? I know how to I know how to goalkeep. Yep. I know how to teach goalkeeping, I think. We'll see.
0: We'll find out. We'll see.
1: So, why not take those skills um, the equity I've built in the in this competition, the people I've met, um, use some of that networking skills, yep, to develop my own goalkeeping sort of coaching business. Um, and then pass on what I've learned to these to these kids, yeah. um, to these players on the fringes of first teams and reserve teams um, and just see if I can get my foot in that door um, and teach these just teach these kids what I've learned over the time.
0: Yeah. Has this always been something you've uh, aspired to
1: or just come out like you're actually <laughs> just thinking about? Wanting to do something? Not really, Johnny. <laughs> I was just uh, sitting there the other day, thinking, "Geez, what am I going to do with my life?" <laughs> and I thought, "Well, hold on, what am I good at?" There you go. All right, I'll try. I'll try that. So, literally two or three weeks ago, I was mulling around on, on, on the internet, thinking, "Hmm, maybe I can maybe I can teach goalkeeping." Yeah. I made an Instagram page, and it sort of started snowballing from there. Now I'm now I'm in it. Yeah. I've I've booked um i booked with an academy down south um soccer by design yeah um with an ex teammate of mine, mitch nicholson um i'm doing these kids there um i'm in the work i'm in the talks with another uh club to get some uh, to go out and do some training with them and i've also started my own academy um uh, hosted at, at adelaide olympic yep so um I'm I'm in it now. Yep. <laughs> there's no going back. There's now. no there's no going back, so I've had a few sessions already and I'm yep. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um I wanted to be a PE teacher um when I was when I finished uh, footy. Yep. Um study wasn't for me. <laughs> I can't focus on something <laughs> for hours on end. So yeah. Um, this, is, this is the best. This is the best. This is the best thing I can do without actually going to uni for four years. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, it's good though because you're teaching them the the um about the game, but from your experience. Yes. So it's a great way to do it, and I think uh, you can go and learn from people that have gone to uni and. Yep. They're book smart, but there's a difference from learning from a book and mm. also going out, doing the hard yards, and then getting that experience and then passing it on. And mm. I think that's what you've done, especially your nine years in the NPL, yep. um, in your time, in, uh, you've done your um, FFA Cup, uh, been on that, that national stage. Yep. Um, so you've seen that from your perspective. So it's, it's good to pass it on to kids. Yeah. What's, um, you're, you're doing some training sessions at Adelaide Olympics. So what's uh, um, their support been like for, for you?
1: Um, yeah, they've been great. Uh, I spoke to the President um, Stavros. Um, he, he said to me, look, we're happy to accommodate you however we can. Yeah. Um, just maybe if you can do our juniors before you do <laughs> your guys. So we've come to a little agreement where I, I train some of the Olympic juniors. Yep. And then after that, any boys that come in who want to do training on a Wednesday night, um, get some extras in, show their coach at their club yep. that they're committed to, to getting better. Um, then I'm happy to do that. And I don't, I don't charge as much as some other goalkeeper and coaches. So I think it's a, it's a pretty good deal. So just sign up.
0: <laughs> Mate, well, we'll definitely <laughs> plug it for you. Um, Moss <laughs> uh, Goalkeeping, It is. Um, I, I love the idea of it because my little nephew, he's seven years old at the, yep. at the moment and also the four-year-old. He They both said they want to be goalkeepers. Oh, really? <laughs> um, so I bought him gloves for Christmas yep. and they're very keen. So I've been looking for an academy. So Moss uh, Goalkeeping might
1: be the option for him. Might be down the track at the well, they're moment. Bit, they're at bit the, too young at, at the moment. moment yeah. I don't really have much time for the young goalkeepers. But oh, I am <laughs> looking, I am <laughs> looking, uh. <laughs> I am looking to after my season's over, yeah, when I've got a little bit more time. At the moment, I've got a kid at home, yeah, a, a little baby. Um, I've got soccer myself, and now I've got this don't have heaps of time but at the end of it i'm looking to do a sort of a summer goalkeeper academy yep. camp type thing so that's still in the works um but that's something to look out for mm. um, at my instagram page at my website at uh,
0: what is goalkeeping.com.au dot there we go yeah. so definitely get in touch um with that i love I love how players and coaches that leave the game and then start doing their own academies. We've got Marcelo Carrosca doing mm-hmm. his own from LA United, yep. Casio. Um, there's a few others as well yeah, is- um, that are locally as well, not having been playing in the A-League, but mm-hmm. it's good to see that. And it's just helps build the community. Um, yep. And just, I, I, I like seeing that kind of stuff because you can go to yeah local schools and do your academy, learn through yep. that way. But there's nothing like learning from someone's experience.
1: Exactly right. And I was surprised with the the amount of academies that there are. Yeah. Um, there's heaps. They've even got an academy league <laughs> where they're playing against yeah. other academies. And it was surprising to me because I grew up in a small town in far north Queensland. Yeah. Um, so, we didn't have that kind of stuff. No. So, the kids are so lucky to be learning from ex-professionals yep. Um. Outside the regular training, it's great for the development of these of these young players. It's good, and I'm happy to be involved in one down south uh, with soccer by design.
0: That is, that's really cool. I love it, and to, hopefully, we we'll see you in the uh, in that um, competition with the uh, Marcello Carusca's academy and all that.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day, we'll see. <laughs> all eleven goalkeepers <laughs> out there on the field. Is that how it work, or? <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Hey,
0: um. Well, I love your. You've made a few jokes throughout this chat so far, but okay. on Twitter you add a lot of uh, banter. For those that don't know, they call it soccer Twitter. Yeah, people, soccer. Yeah, S O K K A H Twitter. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
0: which is a lot of banter uh, online, and I think you get involved in that in a bit. And uh, yeah, you'd say so. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh,
1: just oh, just a little bit. Uh, like, it's too. It's too tempting. Yeah, it's too tempting to just. That's that's, one of those things about Twitter is. It can be a good thing, it can be a bad thing. I try to make it fun, yep, um some people might take it a bit too serious, but I like to have a little bit of fun on that um what is what's behind it like why why do you love stirring the pot <laughs> i'm a, i'm not sh- I'm not sure that i'm trying to stir the pot um, recently I've probably been on a little bit of a campaign trying to get the football South Australia to feature a little bit more goalkeeping highlights it's very <laughs> <laughs> it's very goal striker orientated. Um, I did see you we, <laughs> <one put> <laughs> we don't get much of a spotlight us goalkeepers and if we do it's a mistake um, by a goalkeeper is, that's played on <laughs> uh, um, on, an, on other pod, local podcasts yep. so I just want I just want you want yourself to be on their social media I is that right? <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind I don't mind any goalkeepers just put them on there we, we got the hardest job in the game yep you the, just want a bit more the most thankless job in the game um I just want them to be celebrated a little bit more. It's a goalkeeper union by um at the end of the day and we just want we want to be you know <laughs> celebrated <laughs> i love
0: it <laughs> i love it i love how you stir the uh, try and stir it up a little bit with uh, some of your your uh, your comments but mm-hmm. hopefully we do see a bit more of uh, the goalkeepers on uh, on their highlights and also we'll see we'll see a little bit of you on there as well
1: hopefully uh, is that what you
0: want is that the main thing you want to no, get yourself out there i, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: i don't i don't i should probably care about marketing <laughs> and building a brand but i don't i don't really care about that i just want to see any of the goalkeepers you know, get a highlight yeah. every now and then.
0: Maybe you need to pour some more water on that penalty <laughs> spots to try and get your. I'm gonna try. I've,
1: I've been I've been cooking up my next idea for for when there's a penalty against me. So. Oh nice! Can we give a little bit of hint? Or. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll st- <laughs> no, I'm not gonna give you a hint, but you'll see you'll see when when our team gives away a penalty, you'll see what you'll see what happens.
0: All right, done. I can't wait. I'm gonna keep my eyes on that NPL TV. Just make sure you watch <laughs> that because Adelaide yeah. Olympic got to keep an eye on that. Hey, um, mate. <laughs> If you want to keep up to date with all this stuff as well, Lewis underscore Moss on Twitter and you can uh, have a bit of a laugh mm-hmm. and see what he's doing with the Moss goalkeeping as well. Yep. Hey, before I let you go, I'm going to do some kicking it um, questions. Um, you're obviously a crosser because you've listened to a couple of the shows. sure do. Big yes. fan. Um, so,
1: <laughs> big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I love podcasts. Yep. Um, I'm so happy that there's now, I think, two yep. local podcasts. We've got the NPL Pep Talk. Yes. We've got Kicking It Local. Um I'm it a truck driver, so oh. I'm driving all day. What am I going to do with my time? Listen to podcasts. Nice. Now we've got two great podcasts, and, and it's exciting to see.
0: Now you mentioned it, NPL Pep Talk is um, a very funny one to listen to. It is a funny one. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> they're funny boys, they're, they're very good. So it's good to have that um, that voice in the game. And mm-hmm. just before we move on to kicking it, questions. Um, the what are you um, having podcasts like this and um, NPL Pep Talk? what's that for me personally I think I'm, I know what it's like for the game to have that now but what as a player and someone in the game what is it like for you to have people talking about the game
1: um, it's great any exposure for the game is good because we want to grow the game Yeah, we want more juniors playing we want uh, we want this game to be successful we we love this game mm. we want more people to play this game the more people talking about it uh, you know it's at the forefront of people's minds um, and that's what you want you I think that's what that's what branding is. That's what marketing is. Yeah. You want you want it to you want it to be there. You want it to be tangible. I don't know what else you want it to be.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, it's, more people talking, the better. So yeah, the more people talking, the it's better. great. And um, mate, kicking the questions. Let's go straight into this. Which footballer would you love to have a kick
1: with? Anyone in the world? Um, now I've had time to oh. think about these, obviously, because yep. I'm a listener. That's great. Um, Who I'd want to have a kick with. I would like to have a kick with Hector Bellerin, ex-Arsenal player. Yep. Um, I like him because he's an ex-Arsenal player. Yep. But I love what he stands for. He's uh, a man of human rights, um, animal rights. He's just the kind of person I like and I'm drawn to. um, And he's a good player as well. Nice.
0: I like the bit of background behind it as well. I appreciate that. (laughs) No worries. worries. (laughs) Hey, um, mate... uh and the last one, name two people that you would love to kick back with and uh, have a, a, a bevy with or watch uh, some football with. Yep. And just keep in mind, the Barney
1: Smith one, he did mention you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've been I've been mentioned in the last two podcasts. I'm not sure why, but um, thank you. Thank you, boys. Um, sorry, Barney. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> sorry, Barney. Yes, okay. I'll say Barney, but also um, an ex-teammate of mine, Costa Zakiropoulos. He's a he's a goalkeeper. Everyone seems to know Costa, but I would like to hang out with him at a game because he laughs at everything I say. Yep. He's just so polite. He'll just laugh at anything I say. I say I'll say the dumbest things. He'll just laugh at it. it makes me feel good. So with him and need someone like that. Exactly. Exactly. Well. Yes. Exactly. i do that for myself. I just laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> Me too. Um, and someone from the greater football community, probably. Um, my dad would kill me if I didn't say Arsene Wenger. Yep. So, I've listened to him speak before. I love listening to him speak. Yeah. Um, that's the other person I'd like to nice. There you go. Chat with at a footy game.
0: Um, I like those two and uh, to know Barney. You wouldn't, or would you go hang out with Barney? If you I've, never, you? I've never.
1: I've yeah. never spoken to Barney in real life. I've shaken his hand after a game. Yep. Just the banter um, online because he's another funny one as well. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a. <laughs> Which is all goalkeepers that are really funny so <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, we've got to try and stand out somehow.
0: Absolutely. Um, and uh, one thing I've noticed as well, I've featured a lot of uh, goalkeepers on my podcast already. With um, Well, you're the only current one, but I've had ex- current coaches mm. and former goalkeepers as well. So there we go.
1: Well, like Barney said, goalkeepers, they're always watching the game. So they mm. know how the game works. Yep. That's why they make good good coaches. So who knows, maybe I'll be a coach one day.
0: Hopefully you heard it here first. Mate, thank you so much for joining <laughs> me. I appreciate it. And keep the banter going on Twitter. Um, All right, Everyone loves it. I will.
1: I will. Don't, Cheers. W- don't you worry.
0: <laughs> More banter coming soon. Awesome. And make sure you check out Moss Goalkeeping as well to uh, to get your kids involved in the, the local game. And thank you for joining me, Lewis. Thank you, Johnny. That was Lewis Moss from Adelaide Olympics. Make sure you subscribe to Kicking It Local wherever you get your podcasts so you can get a taste of the SA football community. Plus, follow at KickingItLocalSA on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss any of the action. See you soon.